Hi, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the ILC. Now, Kim Schultz, superstar Kim Schultz, well, she's taking a nice break off. And she's going to be back next week. But I got Derek, the toy maker, Neil. How are you, Derek? I'm doing just great. The the weather is actually a nice day to stay in and do a lot of nothing. Thank you. Thank you. I like I like staying home and watching sports and going to the movies. That's the big things I like to do all the time. So well, you, yes. you you do that anyway, whether whether uh, well, I know, uh, I know. dreary day or not. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I tell you what, there. Um, uh, by the way, Maverick, Top Gun, excellent. Um, yeah, and I know you don't like uh, you don't like Tom Cruise. I get that, but you know, yeah. All right. Well, you know, it, first off, oh, yeah. go ahead. I, I I was just gonna say it's it's. It's more or less his later films. I liked the first Top Gun, but I think this one just probably, you know, I don't hear a whole lot about it from people online. Uh, I I get the impression that it's kind of a split 50-50. Some people like it. Some people don't. Uh, they did kind of uh, do uh, Val Kilmer a little dirty by having his character die of the condition that he's cured from. <laughs> so, you know, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. Kinda, well, and, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I, I, when we review this movie, whenever we review this movie in the future, um, I'm uh, Maverick Top Gun. Excellent movie. It is. So, yeah. all right. Disappearance on Clifton Hill on Netflix. Abby, uh, played by, I can't, uh, pre- uh how to, uh, 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 what's her name there, Derek? Uh, Tuppence, um, Tuppence, Tuppence Middleton. Middleton, yes, yes. I got the last name. Okay, she re- uh, she returns to her hometown of Niagara Falls after her mother passed on, and and then she has uh, memories of uh, when she saw a kidnapping uh, when she was a very little girl. And this kind of sticks with her throughout most of her all uh, most of her life. Uh, Lori, uh, played by Hannah Gross, and her sister and uh, Hannah and Abby are in uh, uh, strange sisters. They don't talk that much anymore, and and she's only there because her mom's getting ready to sell the hotel, and she needs. Uh, 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 Abby and Lori need to be there to sign the uh, sign over the sale of the hotel. But then uh, uh, Abby, uh, she's not sure she wants to sell the hotel. And so she moves into a, to a room at the hotel, but the hotel is being sold right now. And then um, it's um, Abby is going through, uh, kind of a, a out of control because she moved to uh, Arizona, and and this is all kind of a, a set um, uh, kind of a uh, 
it's not all about what happened. It was what happened uh, when the kidnapping and all that. So she goes into an investigation and she uncovers a bunch of uh, interesting information. So I thought that director and writer Albert Shin uh, just set the whole mood so perfectly in a dark location. And I love the, the look of this movie. I thought he directed this movie excellent. And also he co-wrote the script without uh, um, uh, uh, James Schultz. And I thought everything about this movie was excellent. Now, you got to pay attention to this movie. I'm not going to tell you everything that happened because it's going to ruin it for you. but. I thought that this movie was so well-written. And also, um, uh, uh, Timbus Mendelton, uh, um, she is such a good actor at paying Abby. And it's, uh, she's so complex. And there's so many layers to her performance. And the whole cast is great in this, too. And also, oh, I just like the... the um, Everything in this movie, it's well acted, it's well directed, it's well written. The look of this movie just kind of sent me into just uh, just a great, you know, I love watching movies like this because I didn't know what was going to happen throughout this movie. And I'm, I'm going to give this movie three and a half out of four stars. I'm telling you what, uh, this movie is well worth it. Now, you got to be, you know, I paid attention like I do on all these movies, and if it, even it's of a you know, even if it's a crappy movie, I. Uh, uh, but I just thought that this movie had so many layers to it, and I'm going to give this uh, three and a half out of four stars. I would highly make and recommend you watch this movie because you learn so much about these characters. And uh, yeah, it's well written, well directed, and the cast. Timbus Middleton is so good at playing Abby. I'm just telling you that right now. And, um, yeah, so what do you think, Derek? This was a a really good film. Uh, And as a bonus to to horror aficionados, David Cronenberg makes an appearance as a Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, the whole cast was phenomenal, and, and I think David Cronenberg's uh, uh, unique flag, uh plays very well to the character that he's 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 this, <laughs> this uh, local uh, uh, town historian slash podcaster slash diver who's been researching the disappearance of this boy, you know, since it's happened. Uh, oh, yeah. In fact, his his podcast is basically all about the disappearance of this boy. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's this film is not so much about the mystery of what happened to this boy as it is about uh, the entire uh, story, Abby's, I thought. Abby's character learning yes. about what happened. Uh, uh, and there's a twist at the end that that kind of changes uh, everything because you as yeah. the viewer are, are learning things as well. And then each step and each piece of information that Abby learns throws in this this new uh, uh theory as to what might have happened and and you start thinking this and then a new piece of evidence pops up changes the theory completely oh well it's not that then what is it you know so there's that constant kind of 
tug of war going on with yes. with uh, uh, with the mystery. So you're not never really yeah. sure exactly what what happened or what's going on, who's involved. Uh, and it, it, it is absolutely a, a stellar cast. Uh, not a bad thing can be said about anyone. Uh, Tuppence, of also course, Hannah. is. is also, uh, Hannah, Hannah Gross is, yeah. uh, she is great in this movie yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah, everybody is. I, yes. even, uh, I know. Eric Johnson uh, as Charlie Lake. You know, he yes. he does kind of put off this uh, uh, kind of creepy demeanor with his role, uh, oh. which oh. lends to this this tug of war with with, yes. with the story. Uh, absolutely fantastic film, top notch. The settings are. Absolutely beautiful. And it was filmed in Vancouver. So, you know, yes. it works out just fine because it takes place in Vancouver, uh, yeah. which is probably how they got David Cronenberg, because he is, of course, a native of Vancouver. Uh, yes. In fact, I think he, he has lived there pretty much his entire life. Uh, yeah, I, I three out of four stars. I, I, I highly recommend this film. It's a great film if you're into the the mystery uh, genre uh, and and there are some minor kind of horror type uh, uh, plot elements uh, it's just it's fantastic all around also uh, 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 Tempest Middleton I'm telling you what she is so good in this movie and I'm telling you uh, hopefully you know she 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 should be up to be nominated for best actress at the Oscars and she might not but she should be in the running she's so good in this movie she's just a, a phenomenal actress altogether oh god yes yeah yeah she is yeah so I tell you what uh, yeah th- th- this will be uh, me and Derek uh, agreed on this it's this movie is just amazing okay next up Harry Chafin uh, when in doubt, do something. This documentary tells the story of singer, songwriter, and activist Harry Chafin's dedication to end world hunger and um, in, until his uh, tragic uh, passing. Uh, I, you know what? I, I remember Cats in the Cradle, and I loved because. Uh, um, Back in the day, and uh, I used to, me and uh, everybody else used to tape things on a cassette. <laughs> Cassettes don't exist anymore. <laughs> they do, but they're used. And yeah. yeah. The good old days of, of waiting for your favorite song to come on the radio and hitting record just as the intro <laughs> was being played. You know, so you'd you'd have this back oh. in the old days, you'd have a mixtape of all your favorite songs and they all missed the yes. first two or three seconds of the song. <laughs> I remember when uh, Dan Ballard, who used to be on V100, he talked through most of the song. And then he said, here's this, here's this. Oh, and I'm oh, like, that was, yeah. okay, that I'm like, terrible. stop. 
You're interfering with the song. <laughs> yeah, that's always terrible. Whenever the the v, the DJ uh, uh, decides to speak up over the the uh, the airwaves while he's playing a song. I mean, it, it it happens. It's not it's it's not something that's specific to any one DJ. A lot of DJs have done it. Oh, uh, Dan Dan Ballard was the worst. The worst. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think between that and when you would get transmission signals that would oh. bleed over. So like you're in an area where you just barely get that specific <laughs> station that you love to listen to and you're you're listening to it, you got it in and then that other station starts to bleed through and you start, you know, you're listening to your rock station. You're totally rocking yes. out. And oh, then suddenly, suddenly you start hearing some Beethoven bleed through or, or you're, you're hearing some country music kind of kind of like suddenly, you know, yes. Kenny, Kenny Rogers is singing over the, the Guns N' Roses you were listening to. Or- <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Yes. Now I like me and you. We like Beethoven, but that's different kind of music. You know? when, when I'm banging my head to to yes. to, to uh, ride the lightning, the last thing I want to hear is Beethoven's fifth in the middle of it. You know? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I'm telling you, um, I knew uh, how much uh, Harry Chapin did because. When, uh, you know, he did so much and and he would do anything for anybody. He was that good of a guy. And then, um, you know, he was out to end world hunger and all that stuff. And a lot of the people who are uh, now uh, uh, gathering items, all these uh, all over the, the country, uh, they always say Harry Chafin is the one that in, wanted us to get involved with all this. That That is such a great tribute to the great Harry Chafin. And also, he was such a good uh, songwriter. People don't realize that. He was such a good songwriter. And, you know, I just... Uh, and then they talked to uh, Harry Belafonte, uh, Pat Benatar, Billy Joel... Uh, 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 Michael Moore and so many others. And they said that um, they have all stories about him and, and not one bad word was said about Harry Chafin because he was so, uh, he was such a, a, a good uh, songwriter. He's, uh, uh, he was a good singer, not the best, but he's a good singer. But, you know, and then also he was such uh, an activist. And, yeah, and then I'm going to give this movie three out of four stars. This movie is worth watching. And I I just, uh, you know, it's just, you, I knew a lot about Harry Chafin, but, and then I, re- I watched this, now I realize, my goodness, you know, it was just, it was such um, an uplifting and very sad, uh, but I'm going to give this three out of four stars. Like I said, it's well worth watching. What do you think, Derek? Oh, it absolutely great. Uh, I'm a fan of documentaries, even even crappy documentaries can be really good documentaries yeah. uh, cuz at least at least you might learn something yeah. uh, 
This one is fantastic. If for anything, uh, for those of us who are of the age where we can remember the music that he had done. Uh, So it's great for, for reminiscing about that alone. And of course, if you didn't already know, you get to learn about his activism, you know, and that's something that, I don't think too many people really know. I, I know as far as some of these younger generations about the only thing they might know uh, from him is Cats in the Cradle. Yeah. Which is an absolutely great song. Beautiful Oh, song. my God. You see all the other uh, artists, uh, singers, uh, they they said that, you know, Pat Benatar, um, um, a bunch of different kind of singers said, Billy Joel, everybody. They sing that song. That you know. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's for Harry you know, Chaffin, so. That's a a go to song to to you know because it's so you know yes. well known for him. Now, of course, most kids today they would only know the song. They probably wouldn't know that it was Harry Chapin that uh, had had sung it. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, true. You know, and of course, and of course, when you look back at it, you realize that. He really wasn't that old. He was very young when he died. He was he was no what, 20, he was he was he was like what thirty nine years old. I mean he yeah I think yeah, thirty nine or forty yeah yeah I, I don't think he quite made it to forty uh, almost no no yeah. he I'm, I'm looking yeah. at it right now he was born December of forty two died July of eighty one so he was he was thirty nine yeah. years old. Uh, and that's yeah. very young. I mean, that's I mean, it's older than my my father was when he passed. But that's still, you know, that's young. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. But yeah, it. And this is another one I, I have to give three out of four stars to. Yeah, and also uh, Rick uh, Korn uh, directed this, and uh, and also he uh, he was also uh wrote this uh movie well it's by harry chafin but um i thought he did such a good job at uh uh writing and directing this it was just uh, uh outstanding uh direction and i i just love this story so much it's it's just a really great documentary. I mean, it's and and the people they they bring in to to talk about him. And, oh, and, you know, uh, even his kids there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Siblings as well. You know. And, so. uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, most of his, uh, I think, uh, two of his kids are uh, singers, and one play, and then. Uh, I think uh, both of his brother, or I don't know how many brothers he had, but, you know, it's just, you know, this just kind of made me, you know, it's sad that he passed on, but, you know, he was such a good guy, and he would do anything for anybody, anything. And it was just like, wow, you know? Yeah, but I tell you what, this is such a good movie. All right. Oh, yeah. Next up. Next up is Ambulance on Peacock Plus. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Needed to cover his uh, wife's medical bills. A decorated uh, veteran, Will Sharp, played by Ivasho Abdul Canteen II, um, decides to team up with uh, his adopted brother, Danny Sharp 
played by Jake Gyllenhaal, to seal $32 million from a Los Angeles bank. So, however, uh, when the giveaway, the uh, when the getaway uh, uh, goes uh, uh, completely wrong, uh, they decide to ha- hijack an ambulance, and and so uh, 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 Will uh, Sharp is in charge of driving the uh, 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 get her away, and him and Jake Gyllenhaal kill uh, they kidnap. Uh, Elena Gonzalez, and and uh, so everything is uh, kind of up in the air, and you don't know what's going to happen to these guys. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay, here, okay, and uh, Derek, you know how much I hate Michael Bay. I hate him. Yeah, uh, uh, he's probably a good guy. He's a lousy director, and this movie adds nothing to anything that he's directed. This. Is one of the this movie along with all of his other movies. This movie sucks. I can't now. He's great at doing uh, uh, special effects and all that. He's great at doing that, and he's great. Why don't you just have him do special effects? Don't have him correct what is one of the lousiest movies I've ever seen in my life. This movie just blows and i'm telling you this is uh it's i can't even tell you how bad this movie is and also it's also poorly written and but like i said he's great at doing action scenes he's fantastic why don't you just hire him to do action scenes he's good at doing that don't have him direct another movie he he can't direct anything. I, I tell you what, my uh, uh, um, my grandkids could direct better than Michael Bay directs. There you go. This movie is terrible. Uh, but uh, I'm going to give this half, one half out of four stars. This movie reeks. Go ahead, Derek. What? You know, I, I generally have no problem with Michael Bay. He he is good at doing your your high adrenaline, fast paced action set pieces. He's great at doing all that, uh, but he sucks at telling a story. Uh, oh! This this movie it, it kind of reminded me of the movie The Chase. I, I don't know if you remember yeah. that one with uh, Kirstie yeah. Swanson. And, oh, I'm a uh, film critic. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Kirstie oh. Swanson, Charlie Sheen, where Charlie Sheen is, yes. is on the run from the law and he kidnaps uh, a young girl and steals her car. And of course, the chase was much better, although there was a, scene, a couple scenes that didn't make any sense, uh, like. While they're on a high-speed chase away from trying to get to Mexico from the cops, apparently Charlie Sheen and and Kirstie Swanson's character fall in love with each other, and they decide to make love in the middle of a car chase. So they're, you know, don't ask me, don't ask me, but but at least that's better than some of the things that are occurring in in this movie. Oh, Uh, (laughs) but. I mean, this wasn't, I mean, a terrible movie in terms of 
you know, your high adrenaline, fast paced action set pieces. Uh, I'm sure even the people working on the, the film were like, what the hell are we doing here? This is terrible. Thank uh, you. There's, there's a story that comes out of uh, Armageddon in which uh, Ben Affleck oh, actually asked uh, Michael Bay, you know, it would actually be easier to train astronauts how to mine than it would be to train miners how to be astronauts. And Michael Bay shut him down and said, this is my movie. Get to work. <laughs> so when you're yeah, I know. are telling you how terrible you are, yes. you know, <laughs> oh. like, but overall, you know, I, I can give this one star two maybe just for the action. Uh, but aside from that, there's nothing new about this. This is a rehashing of about every action movie you can think of. It's got your shoot 'em up. Better action it's, movies it's, than this. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's like when they made the movie uh 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 Oh, now I can't think of it. It's a Steven Seagal movie. Uh, the one where he's uh, on the Hard boat. to kill? No, on... He, oh, yeah, uh, Under Siege. Uh, under Siege. Yeah, yeah, Under Siege, which is essentially die hard on a boat. Uh, but that's kind of what happens yes. with a lot of these action directors is, is they see some action film that they liked from years ago, months ago, weeks ago, days ago, whatever, and they're like, hey... I got an idea. I'm going to take the set pieces from this movie and I'll put them with this movie and I'll have this actor be in it. And yes. of course, when it, when it comes to the, the, the cast in this film, really the biggest name is Jake Gyllenhaal. He's pretty much yes. the biggest name in the entire cast. The right. rest of the cast all look like they're either cheap knockoffs of some other big name star. I, I or, did like Alina Gonzalez, who was in the in the in the vehicle. Yeah, she plays the with uh, those e two. EMT. She was yeah. good. Uh, yeah, she was good. <laughs> but you can get you can tell just from the fact that it's a Michael Bay movie that she was probably hired to be eye candy rather than an actress. Oh yes, uh, yes. Why? Why? Well, yeah. And, why? and she's a good actress. Yeah, yeah. She's a good actress, uh, and of course, you know. Like like most action films, they do their best to put the the eye candy in tight fitting clothes so you can see all the curves because that'll distract <laughs> you from the fact that it's a terrible. Hey, movie. I don't mind that. A lot of action movies. I mean, in in uh, uh, Under Siege, there's a sequence where they have a Playboy pet uh, or a penthouse pet or Playboy bunny or whoever she is yeah, yeah, know, yeah. dancing out of a cake half naked yeah. it distracts you from the yes. fact that it's a terrible movie <laughs> yes now well, i'm a fan i'm a yeah. fan of steven seagal so even his bad movies are oh, kind of fun but to watch. also had also had tommy lee jones and gary Busey in it come well, on gary, gary Busey alone is is worth watching a movie i mean you could pick <laughs> Some of the worst movies ever. Uh, Gary Busey yes. was the voice of a horror villain from a B movie series. Uh, 
ginger dead man where he's literally like it's a serial killer's spirit inhabits that of a gingerbread man it's basically chucky but it's a gingerbread man and gary busey is the voice of the villain and his voice alone makes it (laughs) worth watching this absolutely horrible movie (laughs) so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Gary Busey's just great. I, 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 you know, you can tell how great of a movie this was by the fact that we're not talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This movie. I'd I'd tell you this, right? I'd much rather talk about really bad B horror movies <laughs> than to talk. Yeah. About oh, this yeah. Movie. I would. I would much rather talk about that. You know. But yeah, you and I agree. I mean, uh, one and a half. Also, because. Uh, um, Alina Gonzalez, I think, uh, like you said, she's there for eye candy, but I think she's a pretty good actress, and I want her to act in something else that's uh, uh, okay, you know? But, yeah, something yeah. that plays I, to I'm her strengths as an actress, not her strengths yes, as being a, a yes, good-looking woman. Thank, thank you. Yes, I'm just sitting there. Oh, my God. Yeah, so what what'd you write this? Uh, two stars would it be as high as I would go. Oh, uh, not me. One and a half <laughs> or half. Yeah, half. I just, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, Isa Gonzalez, she has been in some good films. Uh, yeah, she, she has. She was, in, she was in Baby Driver, which, which was yeah. an oh, absolutely yeah. great movie. Yeah. My uh, God, that was great. She seems to be in a lot of movies that deal with, with uh, uh, cars driving at high speeds. Uh, <laughs> she's, in, she's in this movie. She's in Baby Driver. She's in Hobbit yeah. Shaw. She's, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. She could be in something else, you know. She was in Alita Battle yeah. Angel, which was a really good film. Oh, yeah. uh, Godzilla yes, yeah. versus Kong, which is a, a, yeah. another good film. Uh, yes. And uh, she was in uh, one of the From Dust Till Dawn movies, I believe. Uh, oh, uh, yes. yes. No, she, it was the series, well, I, not I, one I, of the movies. It was the series. Yeah, it was a TV series. Yeah. By the way, uh, uh, Sam Hayek in the first one beautiful and she's on my well, list and, and, so anyways it's, it's <laughs> interesting that you would say so because i because it's selma hayek's character that she plays in the dust from dust till dawn series yeah yeah uh, yeah she yeah, plays the yeah. the santiago or whatever her name uh, is yeah yeah man anyways uh yeah but anyways um okay Hey, guess what we got coming up in uh, in uh, um, in August, Derek? It, it it wouldn't be slash and bash, would it? Yes, it is. This year we're going to have slash and bash horror sci fi film festival on August the twenty sixth through the twenty seventh at the Topeka Performing Arts Center. Now we're going to bring out uh, actors from children or children of the corn, Courtney Gaines, Josh Franklin, and the director, uh, Fritz uh, uh, Kierig. I can't pronounce his <laughs> name, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know. But uh, also, Courtney Gaines is going to be there as well to show the burbs. We're going to have um, uh, Deborah Voorhees is coming out. She's going to show Friday the 13th, part five, along with. The movie that she uh, stars in, 
uh, wrote it and directed it, 13 Fanboy, and that's going to be uh, good as well. We're going to bring out Tiffany Shepest for Bonnie and Clyde versus Dracula. And we're going to bring out Patrick Ray and Todd Sheets and and uh, just about everybody that, that, that wants to come out. You can come on out and join us. This is going to be so much fun. And we're going to, I'm going to let you know next week where you can get hotel rooms and all that stuff. This is going to be so much fun. And get it's only $20 for two days. And the days are going to be packed with all kinds of stuff to do. There's going to be a bunch of great vendors there. There's going to be a movie showing in two rooms, two rooms. We're going to have uh, uh, people, uh, actors and uh, directors come out and, and uh, we're going to have that separately or they can come out and uh, do a little uh, uh, conference and all that stuff. This is going to be so much fun. Come on out uh slash of as horror sci-fi film festival at the topeka performing arts center on august the 26th and the 27th okay and then next week we are going to bring out um uh flag day on the prime network uh life as a rolling stone the life and times of ben fong torres on netflix and then American Underdog on Hulu. Oh, man. So, Kim will be back next week. I said, Kim, uh, what we're going to review next week. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it, you know what? I kind of miss Kim. I don't know why. I love doing shows with you, but me and you and Kim always work so well together, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like, wow. But, anyways... Superstar Kim Schultz will be here next week, but I want to thank Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Thank you, Derek. You're welcome. Always a pleasure to be here. All right. And I'm Keith, the critic, and this is the aisle seat. <laughs>